0: What's up guys welcome back to episode 46 of psychotic and iconic piles here along with nick theories mikey p and philly phil we want to thank everybody that's tuning in also big shout out and thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms tonight we're gonna be doing things a little bit different as mikey p is testing out our remote he's doing this from his home we're gonna be trying this over the next two weeks uh, so, just letting you guys know that we cannot see the comments. Philly Phil is going to let us know if anything pops off in there, and hopefully, we'll try and get to it in real time. Uh, with that, I'm going off to Mikey P, and we're starting episode 46
1: tonight. Appreciate that, Pauls. Welcome everybody, and uh, just want to remind everyone that Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code Iconic will receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That is promo code ICONIC. Price fix. Daily fantasy made easy. And I also want to remind everybody that we're live today on PropsHQ.com. That is our partner, the Props Network. Be sure to subscribe to our show there to keep up the latest show news, episodes, and live streams. Also, next week we are back on our normal schedule we're going to be monday and thursday at 8 p.m thanks for bearing with us we had extra time with our families over the holidays the last two weeks so it'll be normal again next week and uh you know tonight nfl week 17 recap uh stars and duds Facts are capped. it's it's gonna be a wild one playoffs are shaping up to be crazy the end of the regular season is going to be crazy. So let's jump right into it, guys. NFL Week 17 recap. Let's go. Let's do it.
2: What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What's going on? What are you, you waiting you, for? We you talking or what's <laughs> up? Is there a problem, Mike?
1: uh everything good yeah everything's good i can't i couldn't hear the music coming in so that's on me i guess
2: no i good. didn't okay no so i'm sorry i th- that's on me because i didn't change the music so I, that's, why, that's
0: why we're testing this out that's why we gotta, te- that's why we gotta <laughs> test
2: this shit
1: out right now yeah really bizarre really bizarre but let's get right into it guys we got fantasy football championship round i hope everybody did well on their games it didn't work out so well on our end um but we got studs and does of the week. And I'm going to actually pass it off right away. I'm going to go to Nick's series here. Stud of the week, who you got?
2: Stud of the week is Amon Ra St. Brown, eight catches, 111 receiving yards with a touchdown. Uh, he also had two carries for 23 yards. He produced 34, 34 fantasy points. Um, so if you didn't start him, you're a dickhead. <laughs> And uh, I was one of them guys. So, uh, yeah, that's my start of the week.
1: And that's actually, that's a player that we recommended to a member of our audience, reached out to us last minute and asked if he should start a Ra St. Brown or OBJ. And we told him Amon he played him. I'm pretty sure he won, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He won, right?
2: Yeah, to make it clear, there's the reason why I didn't start him. I mean, I had Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, and Jalen Waddle, so I was only afforded two wide receivers and one flex, um, unfortunately. But, I mean, I wanted to play them but you can't start everybody. And, um, you know, I went with uh, yeah, my decision. And, you know, I, I went with the people that got me there. So it sucks, tough pill to swallow, but you got to move on, and that's just... But that's the name of the game
1: yeah that's a tough one nick i mean you just have stack wide receivers so that's that's part of the problem there but i'm yeah. gonna pass it off now to paul's paul stud of the week who you got
0: my stud of the week is rashad if tom changed she wouldn't get a penny 25 carries 170 yards and two touchdowns he is a beast out of nowhere i think he had 35 i think he had 35 or 36 fantasy points as well so, uh, he was he was a monster this weekend.
1: That was going to be my pick, actually, because that was my recommended streamer of the week. Yep. I hope that if he was available in your league, you went out and picked him up and started him, okay? That was my recommendation from our show last Thursday. However, um, I figured that this would be the easiest one of all, and I'm surprised you guys didn't say it yet. My start of the week, I got Jamar Chase, 11 catches, 266 yards. I repeat, 266 yards from a wide receiver with three touchdowns.
0: He's an animal,
1: man. 55.6 fantasy points. If you have Jamar Chase, you definitely won. There's no way you didn't win. It's not even fair. Well, you can also
2: make the case that if you had uh jamar chase you didn't also didn't make it out in the first round as he only got 0.8 fantasy points the first week of the playoffs. so you might not even made it that far we could that talk could about
0: also that be true. <laughs> my uh my,
1: doesn't,
0: doesn't in like my personal uh, experience, yeah in my one league he um which we we'll call it he the guy made it to the championship and beat my brother in the championship with jamar chase so that's a that's tough
1: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because he's been so, uh, he's been up and down the last month, but he, I mean, two of the last three he's performed, so uh, just an absolute beast. It's a no-brainer pick right there. I just, I can't believe that stat line. So, moving on, though, guys, we now have our duds of the week. Hopefully not too much disappointment, but unfortunately, that is what happens in championships, so I'm going to pass it off. So Pauls. pause. Who's your dud of the week? Dud
0: of the week is Ezekiel Elliott. Nine uh, carries,
1: <laughs> nine
0: carries for 16 yards, four fantasy points. He was trash. If you had him and you were in the championship, that is a major letdown.
1: Yeah, we expect more out of him. That is unfortunate, for sure. Even Tony
0: Tony Pollard was was trash, for the most part. So I mean, they're they Dallas is in trouble, man
1: as soon as the Arizona Cardinals right
0: i mean it's different though they they they're, at least they have some they had an, a major injury dallas doesn't have yeah. really a major injury on on uh, on offense they're just playing like shit
1: yeah they their offense has been incredibly up and down lately um so we'll see what happens there but nick deuce dot of the week who you got
2: Stud of the week was Jalen Waddle with three catches and 47 yards. Uh, He only produced 7.7 fantasy points. Um, He hasn't produced under 10 fantasy points since week eight against uh, Buffalo when they lost 26-11 with 6.9. So that was literally almost three months ago since he last scored under 10. And, um, you know, for him to score under 10 this week was really disappointing for me. Uh, He's been a stud all year. And uh, you know, and I think you know Tennessee—they're okay against the pass. You know, I mean that's that's kind of like relatively like their weakest point on their defense. So uh, for him not to produce, you know, double-digit fantasy points was a pretty huge uh, disappointment for me.
1: Stunning, absolutely stunning. I mean, Tennessee was bottom three against fantasy wide receivers this year going into the game, and bottles was so good. It's absolutely right. stunning. So I agree with you there. I feel bad for you, Nick. However, I'm going to go with my dad of the week, Ronald Jones. Okay. Ronald Jones, 10 carries for 26 yards. He had a reception for one yard, a total of 3.7 fantasy points. He was a, a very popular option for people who made it into the fantasy playoffs. Um, unfortunately, he left hurt as well. Um, just to, you know, for that matter, you could have said Antonio Brown as well. He just decided to stop playing. So, the Buccaneers, skill players, kind of let you down this week. They probably got you here, but uh, that is just unfortunate. So, I'll make Ronald Jones my dud of the week. What do you guys think of that?
2: I agree with that, actually. He was pretty ranked high on DFS. Um, I think he was maybe, what, 5800 bucks as a running back on DFS. So, The fact that he was able to produce such, you know, such low points against the Jets. uh, Yeah, I I have to agree with you, Mike.
1: I mean, the New York Jets, like, yeah, it's just so weird. The Bucs as a whole, they just can't they don't show up against bad teams, but they still wound up winning this one. At least they didn't they didn't blow the game, but uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's still baffling. Cyril Grayson's
0: Um, the next big thing. (laughs) I never even heard of him until until (laughs) Sunday.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, well, that's that's a major touchdown for that team. Uh, So they're still in the fight here. They're, uh, you know, they're trying to bump up to the two seed at this point. So could matter, could matter in the NFC Championship. You never know. So but now, guys, we're going to move on. All right. It's time to go around the league and talk about what happened, all right? We got a lot of shit to happen this week. Per usual, it's been insane. Um, just absolute crazy, the parity in the league this year. And here we are, we're, we're settling multiple playoff spots in the final week. It's going to be chaos. So, I'm going to start us off, though. We have a standing update first in DFS and our game picks over the weekend, okay? DFS... Nick Fury is keeping it up, man. He is still in first place. He won our Sunday afternoon tears contest, which is the first time we did that. Uh, Then Paul's won two in a row. He won the Sunday afternoon classic contest as well as Sunday night football. And then I had to end his streak on Monday night football, um, you know, courtesy of taking a shit on Baker Mayfield, the usual from our group. (laughs) We have uh, Nick is leading the pack. With... Don't put the camera on me when he says that. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see your face, so I'm yeah. happy he did that. But Nick was still leading the pack in DFS with 12. I'm behind him at, with 10. Paul at 9. And Philly Phil's at 6. So, I mean, overall as a group, we've been playing really well. Um, but that leads us into our game picks where things got really interesting. Okay? So, we have... Two record-setting weeks here. I'm gonna first give credit to Nick Theories, who's been on fire. He won against the spread with a 13 and 3 record, tying his own record that he set a few weeks ago. That is Focused. the one-week regular season high right there. 13 and 3, Nick Theories. Mm-hmm. And just wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what happened there in a second, um, as far as the season-long stuff. But then myself, I'm gonna have to give myself some props. I have the new P&I record for Moneyline with a 14-2 and 2 record this week. Mm-hmm. Um, as a whole, though, we're all killing it again. Uh, the sheet's loading up. Yeah, Mikey. Paul's went 11-5. and 5. Nick went 13-3 and 3 both ways. So, uh, just crazy. The performances coming from P&I. And I. I
2: don't go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I've been streaming. Anybody here in the live stream, don't listen to this fool, bro. <laughs> We ain't doing that. I've been screaming. We ain't doing that. <laughs> I
1: mean, just a little cocky me every
2: <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't fucking going there, man. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about DFS and our records and shit. Let's, 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 let's focus.
1: I missed whatever comment was made, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah, good.
2: <laughs> it is a good thing.
1: But anyway, guys, so now that being said... Nick, I don't even think you know this. You are now tied with piles against the spread for the season. (laughs) Damn, that's awesome. Six games for the safe lead.
2: I told him. You were focused. I told him I'm fucking focused. (laughs) I told my man. Welcome back. I was focused. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) I told him him straight up. The
1: regular season, and it's wide open. Pause. Pause. Okay, <laughs> okay. We
2: got this. That's crazy. But damn. I,
1: the, Wide open, though.
2: I know. Uh, look, against the spread, I mean, I think that's kind of harder than the money line. I don't know what Hell the fuck. You. I don't know what I was doing in the money line because, like, I'm like 12, 13 games back of the first place. Well, yeah, I'm not a safe boy back. either. Though. The, I, I the don't spreads don't play, are don't way don't harder. I play fucking dude. safe, man. I take, I, I'll take. i take the Jets over over who else? Or, or Over the Dolphins. I don't give a fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. The and money line. So mean, yeah, you money gotta lines have the courage to follow your that. convictions, and that's what I did. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: it's paying off in a big way. So now, I mean, it's a, it's a tie game there. I'm two back. It's literally an open race to close out the regular season. But we we're gonna keep track of playoffs and stuff too. So don't no one's getting crowned next week. But I mean, pretty pretty amazing accomplishment. That's Mike had a nice sizable lead there. He still is maintaining a five game lead in money line over me and then eleven over Nick. So we're gonna have to catch him there too. We gotta make things interesting. Apparently fourteen and two was not enough to catch up to Paul's. Uh but yeah, hell here no. we are, guys. Here we are.
2: Well Paul's has to go like two and fourteen and I have to go like I don't know. Thir- thirteen I need my thirteen best. and three or fourteen and two to 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 catch up
0: i need my best week ever on the spreads for to win the uh that big pool i'm in
2: mm. damn
1: oh you still you've been performing all years so i got i got confidence in you this is going to be exciting next week though uh but check in checking in real quick also on our parlays Pauls. i do not remember i i know that your five team one was looking pretty damn good how did that wind up
0: I don't even know, to be honest. I never I never played, I
2: it. played it. <laughs> it. I played it. I took an L dog. Did you? Yeah. No cat. No cat. No cat. Well, I think I, I think what even... fucked them uh, was the Chiefs. Uh,
1: yes. Damn, I didn't realize that's it, was, it was It
0: was Eagles, Bills, Bucks, Chiefs, and Chargers. And it nah, lost on the Chiefs. And Colts. Colts. That wasn't in the five game. That was in the ten game. That the was a one.
1: ten okay. year, the crazy ten. Well, 10 well that's what I did. Away. So I
2: played six. I added the Colts into your five. Okay. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Hey, 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 Whoa! Yo. <laughs> hey, yo, we're not doing this. Yo.
0: You added six to my five. Yeah, I added six to your
2: to your <laughs> t- five. Pause. And uh, <laughs> that's so crazy, dog. <laughs> we got to stay focused.
0: Well, Sunday was um, a uh, a wild day for me. So,
2: so I lost the the Chiefs. I, I you know I followed the fucking Chiefs and I I put it in in a couple parlays like where the you know, the five that he had were in, the uh, the mix so, that's a tough loss too with the Chiefs. It was brutal. Um, yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean it's all right. I think he went what four out of five in that parlay, which is which is still good. I mean it's still good. I mean you don't win you don't cash out, but if you if you followed his picks, you know if you did five. Uh, individual bets, you would have won four out of five, so you definitely would have won some money there, anyway. Um, but yeah, that happens.
1: Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, he's been money pretty much all season, so you uh, you can't fault the guy with the Chiefs. They've been on fire. However, I am going to point this out: the Eagles playoff parlay mentioned by yours truly wound up hitting. It felt like easy money, but still. That's the whole point. It's a lock. It was a guaranteed lock. I told you to put any money on it. The Eagles, the 49ers, and the Packers, that was the play. All three of them won. I hope you took my advice. I didn't even play my own parlay. I should have, uh, you know, it just happens. I'm busy on Sundays, you know?
0: Shout out to you <laughs> also for saying the Eagles were going to make the playoffs.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah. I said 10-7 and 7 as well, but I also said 10-7 and will win them the division. Um, but ten and seven, you know, it's looking like it could head that direction. Uh, we don't know who's going to be available for this game with everyone testing positive for COVID on the Eagles. I'm glad. So, get it out of the way now. I mean, yeah, well, you might as well. It's it's uh, some free rest, assuming that everybody feels up okay, you know. But now, before we go into our round of league analysis, guys, most impressive team of the week. I'm gonna pass it off to Nick. Thierry's first, most impressive team of the week and why?
2: I gotta be honest with you, the most impressive team of the week for me is is gotta be the Las Vegas Ra- uh, Raiders.
0: Damn, I didn't expect that. to be my pick. Yeah, yeah, it's That's gotta
2: be. It, it's gotta be. I mean, the the Colts were they're, they were looking primed for a run here going into the postseason, and the Raiders. They needed to say a lie themselves. So the fact that they went on the road as a seven point underdog and beat the Colts in Indy, that tells me something that tells me that they still have leadership in that locker room passion and that, you know, they still play with each other. They still care. They're still kicking. They're still fighting. And and, and, and you know, look, they're nine and seven. So are the Colts, but guess what? They hold the tiebreaker over the Colts. So that, you know this game was very important uh, for the Raiders, just as much as it was for the Colts. So, you know, I give I give credit to the Raiders for that one.
0: I love that Look, pick, I'm to happy
1: be I'm happy that you chose that one. And also, it, it brings me to something interesting that I was going to say when I said the Raiders. But I don't know if you guys heard this. John Harbaugh,
0: yes, I just may read or that. may not
1: be interested in the Raiders job. That is, I mean, do you like that idea? Do you like the fit?
0: No. I, I actually do because I think that he would – I think he would be really good for Derek Carr because I think Derek, I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback when he has the right coach.
2: Yeah, I, I like Derek Carr, though. I mean, like, if if he wasn't their quarterback, they're not in playoff contention. Facts. They're not. Yeah, I mean, because he lost a Waller for, a, you know, extended period of time. I mean, look at his wide receivers. They, you know, they brought in Deshaun Jackson. He's poop. And, you know, like, that's what they had to work with all year. Deshaun Jackson and uh, – well, they have Hunter Renfro, but come on. I mean, the guy, he's, he's not a number one wide receiver. He's, he's a more, slot guy. He's a slot receiver that's playing the one role because he has to. Yeah. But they have Zay Jones on the outside. I mean, that's another impressive player, too, Zay Jones. I mean, he had a great game last game with eight catches, 120 yards receiving. Um, but, again, I mean, Derek Carr, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't really worked with the best weapons you know, you give him the Bengals weapons and he, he, looked like,
0: I think he was just just as good as Joe Burrow. Just as good. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, possibly. Um, but you know, I mean, so for me, it's just like, he's been playing really well and, um, they're, they're not nine and seven without him. So, uh, they should keep him.
1: You know, all things considered guys. Well, first of all, I would love to see Harbaugh there because he does wonders with the quarterback and this team's already competitive now. So, Um, that would be interesting considering his success with the 49ers. Um, I think it would be a good opportunity for him to get back. Nothing more intriguing than being in Vegas and being back in pro football. So, um, but that said, I mean, the Raiders, all things considered the injuries, uh, Darren Waller being out for this long, the fact that they're still staying alive. Like this is the thing. They, they started off strong last year and they tailed off last year. Uh, second half, they finished 8-8, eight and eight, I believe. So, I mean, this is really incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And, I mean, they literally got rid of their entire offensive line in the off season, and they are still, you know, putting together some decent offense. That is essentially the DNA of their team. So, uh, you know, amazing. That is an amazing win. I'm going to pass it off to Paul, though. Most impressive team of Week 17. Who you got?
2: Tighten up. I knew it. I fucking knew <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I it. Yo, yeah, They were counted out.
0: They're gonna be the number Why one seed. Two. They're gonna be the <laughs> number one seed. They were counted out as soon as Henry went down. You had Stephen A. Smith, Marcus Spears, all of them on ESPN saying how they're not going anywhere, their season's done, Ryan Tannehill can't do it, Vrabel can't do it. They're gonna have a bye week and then Derek Henry's coming back after they beat um they play a terrible team this week. I think the Texans. Yeah. So they're gonna be the one seed um to me, that was most impressive most impressive, and they put a beat down on Miami.
2: I'm gonna be honest with you, man. The Titans don't have the they do they do not have the one seed locked up
0: if they win they're in
2: I know I understand they're playing the Texans. Hear me out though every week uh, you're saying this fucking team is going places going there. they lay a fucking egg, man. I've been following the patterns this season and it has been hitting patterns straight the fuck up, man. It has.
0: I don't see it, dude. There's too much riding on this game for them.
2: Uh, I, I said the same thing about the uh, the Chargers two weeks ago when they played the Texans, and they got their ass beat. We said the same you thing. Have, no, you have and a point. The, and the Colts. No, you didn't. I expected the Colts to whoop the fucking Raiders ass. So here's
0: the thing. The only thing for me with the Colts why I didn't go with the Raiders was Carson Wentz was out all week with COVID. So, like, I feel like him just being being remote Kind of takes away from the preparation. Like it's just, it's not the same as being in person in the quarterback room with everyone. I don't know. Maybe it's just like mystique.
2: I well,
1: but that's I'm well, not how wrong I feel. about that. It's different preparing and from you don't home as you didn't know, your teammates in person. You know, and you don't know if he's gonna play.
0: You didn't know if he was gonna play. So you're preparing with Sam Ellinger, you're calling Phillip Rivers, and then the NFL changes the protocol. Carson Wentz doesn't have any more symptoms on Saturday, and he plays on Sunday. So it's like it's
1: Hats a off to version. the Raiders. Yeah, that was that was amazing. I mean, guys, the Titans, every time their backs are against the wall, they seem to come up big in the big moments. I mean, that was a huge win. I love that pick. And Mike, you chose the Dolphins. Might I remind you, you chose the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, outright. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> yeah. Skeptic no. into a believer. That's my job, and I'm happy I did it because now he's throwing up the Titan. The Titan up, baby. There
1: you go. Throw <laughs> yeah, it out. They are Throw for it real, When I saw that and they I was typing it out,
0: out. And when I was typing it out, I was just thinking in my head, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I got to find another team because like, I can't do this in front of Nick. You I were shocked that, that I didn't
2: choose the Titans.
0: For what? Oh, yeah, I thought you were picking them. Yeah, nah. I mean, they won 34-3. to 3. The Dolphins look terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with the season on the line, too, that's really a disappointment, <laughs> but... I mean, hey, they hadn't played any good teams during that win streak. Yeah. They played one good team, it was Baltimore on a Thursday, with all the injuries they have, short week, you know. So, I get it. I'm not gonna
2: minimize their their uh, winning streak though. Uh no, for seven it's games. Amazing. I mean look, to be it, it don't matter who the fuck you be. You, you win seven straight NFL games, you are doing something right. Like No, they took if, their if, business. You're doing something right, all right? <laughs> my co-host ain't, so we can't leave it at that. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: is going on in here?
2: Right, you tell me, family. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh my God, yo, that shit's crazy. I, mean, I
1: can't see that.
2: <laughs> uh, you're, you're lucky.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh here, I'll, I'll I change them. the subject real easy. Most impressive team for me. I could easily say the Cardinals, but I already told you they were gonna win. So. I, I've had them pegged to, to beat Dallas for weeks. It happened, and they're back in this thing. The NFC West is still open. However, that is not my pick. My pick for most impressive team has to be the Bengals. It has to be the Bengals. Because you know why? They show us they're alive. They could beat a good team. They could beat the best team in the NFC on a win streak. They could win at home. I mean, that shit was crazy. They, they wound up beating the Chiefs right at the end of the game. It was a shootout. Um, to me, it says they've arrived. They're ready to make noise in the playoffs. It's time to take them seriously. I know we've bounced back and forth with this team all year long. But now, I mean, they're, they're riding this wave going into the playoffs. You have to take them seriously. they got major weapons. So
2: That's a good pick, Mike. I, I kind of agree with that as well um they have arrived uh, that gives them that definitely gives them a lot of confidence going into the playoffs um you know if you could beat the chiefs this late in the season and especially when the chiefs have to win to maintain the one seed and you beat them uh that you know that says a lot about that overall team so and joe burrow has been playing fucking lights out i mean yo he's been throwing 450 yards and four touchdowns a week now and it's like you know and 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 in, Against the Chiefs defense, too, who have been playing really, really, really well over the last, uh, you know, what, 10 weeks or so, um, for them to to really put on like that against them, um, it, it just goes to show you that anybody can be beat.
0: And they beat them in a shootout, yes. which is normally, that's a recipe that's for a, Kansas City. That's
2: Kansas City's that's game yeah, to win. That so. is not
0: the Bengals. I mean, maybe it can be because the Bengals arguably have arguably have the best wide receiver trio in the nfl they're in that top range with those three wide receivers so i mean to it's, go to be able to outgun them like that and just really beat them at their own game with what the chiefs have done to the league for basically three years
1: it's Yeah, absolutely mind-blowing i mean most teams when they when they wind up in a shootout with the chiefs they get shell-shocked and this team they didn't lay down they stuck with it and they they came on top in the end alls But, um, you know, uh, corruption. (laughs) For real, bro.
2: Came on top in the end. Love it.
1: (laughs) So, don't worry. We'll be talking about Joe Bell and Jamar Chase a little bit later in the show. I mean, to to have nearly a 300-yard receiving game against this Chiefs team, the way the defense has been playing lately, just unbelievable. So, that is my pick And now we got to go to disappointment. Disappointment, guys. Paul, who is the most disappointing team of the week and why? I picked the Rams.
0: I know they won, but they look terrible (laughs) as of late. Throwing interceptions left and right. Um, I mean, I know the teams that you could have used, but I just stayed away from it because they were were just god-awful too. So I'm rolling with the Rams because they're a playoff team, and if they don't turn it around, they're going to be a first-round exit no matter who they play.
1: That's a fair assessment. I mean – Especially you, you've been saying Matthew Stafford in the big moment, you know. Uh, I mean, we'll not see for nothing. What happens there? They almost you know? lost yesterday. They almost lost. And th- I mean, that's a problem. It took a fresh set of downs via a penalty to. Uh, they had eight tries essentially to get into the end zone at the end.
0: Yeah.
2: So I
1: mean,
0: yeah, with them, I'm just.
2: Uh, I'm, I like. I like that angle though. That Mike took is the same angle I'm taking. What happened? I like that. I mean, they won, but you were still disappointed. Yeah, uh, that's, no, that's it fair. wasn't like that. Yeah, like, here's
0: fair. the thing I could have came fair. on here and said the Browns because they looked like shit, but like, that was obvious. They're not a playoff team. You expect that, right? Yeah,
2: but when the- Come on, bro. I mean, we saw it all year with this fucking team. That's what I'm saying. So, like, but like,
0: when you have the Rams going in there, I, they're, they're, in, they're in deep shit.
2: Yeah, they're struggling. But I. I told you Baltimore would keep it close. I love them at 5.5. Yeah. You I did, love I mean Baltimore at 5.5. And,
1: and you guys know I had been wanting, I had Baltimore pegged to win that game for the last month, and I, I was hoping that Lamar would be able to make it back. They just have too, too many injuries, so I went the other way, but I cautioned you. I was going along with Nick's theory. See what I did there? Yeah. And, uh,. <laughs> I was going along with Nick there, but Nick actually had the balls to make the pick, and that is the reason he won spread. So sometimes you just got to pull the trigger.
2: Follow your convictions, but Nick,
1: follow your convictions. <laughs> Control your emotions.
2: Control your emotions is right. I try to do that. I'm I'm still practicing in 2022. That's that's one of the things I got to work on is is controlling my emotions. I'm very bad at that. New Year's resolution. Privacy. Yeah.
1: What else is on that list, Mike?
0: Privacy. <laughs>
2: Oh, God.
1: Um, I'm going to pass it off to Nick D's. All right. Most disappointing team of the week. Who you got?
2: (laughs) My most disappointing team of the week. And I'm I'm taking Paul's recipe here. It's the Buccaneers for me. Um, They laid a fucking egg against the Jets. Let's call it what it is. I I know they won. I know they came back. That was cool. Um, But you know what's funny? Is that, like, I don't get surprised or like excited when Brady just goes down the field and scores and wins the game. Like it's to me, it's just so regular that it is. I I literally I don't have any emotion to it anymore. I I I literally I I can honestly say that as a fan is that I don't have any emotion to like to it. You know, I'm just like, wow, that's cool. Like, but I expected that. You know what I mean? Like you expect it. I'm
0: more shocked when he doesn't do it.
2: But yeah, correct. (laughs) And I'm not gonna like gloat about it because it's it's the fucking Jets okay and it should have never even came down to that when you're playing the Jets you have a premier team that Super Bowl champions and look I get it they had a lot of shit going on during that game with you know uh, Antonio Brown um, <laughs> walking off the field that was fucking bizarre I mean like I'm not gonna like get sugarcoat to get a it Uber. Yeah. yeah I'm not gonna sugarcoat <laughs> it so like as a team they were dealing with a couple things but that happened late in the game and they were losing at that point in the game so yeah, for me it's just like all game so for me there's no excuses you just got outplayed by the fucking jets and um you know at, at this point in the season i was expecting them to really hit their stride and you know brady really play, you know playing out of his mind which he didn't play bad i mean he completed 34 50 410 yards and three touchdowns um which is good but at the same time it's the Jets, so. I don't really put too much stock into it, and they were 13-point favorites, and they were literally down by, like, maybe double digits at one point in the game. Um, I think they were, or they were down by, like, what, 14?
0: At one point, yeah. Yeah, they were. I think it was yeah. 24-10. 24-10. Is
2: that sound yeah. right?
1: Yeah. I think it was yeah, 24-10, I, I yeah. believe that's correct.
2: I think you're right, because <laughs> the Bucks went for two. That's why it's 28. Because, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean... They were literally down by two scores. They were literally like it looked like the Jets were, should have been the favorite. I know by 13. Zach Wilson was carving them up. That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean, look, I, I and, and also with Jamil Dean and um, Sean Murphy bunting, they missed their the flight to the game because the, 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 the pilot had COVID. So <laughs> they weren't able to get on the plane in, in time for the game. So, I mean, the, I mean, the Bucks were down players, but it doesn't matter. I mean, they should have dominated that game, and they didn't. So, I was disappointed in the overall performance.
1: I was too, Nick, and that's not going to be my pick. But if you were to tell me that Tom Brady I, – listen, I know they're a pass-happy offense, but if you were to tell me that Tom Brady was going to have to throw 50-plus passes against the New York Jets, I would have told you that you're crazy because this game should have been over at halftime. And for some reason, this team just can't. They don't show up against bad teams. They've been very uneven lately. They're reeling a little bit. We'll see how that translates in the playoffs, though. You still got Tom Brady, and that's all that matters. Okay?
2: <laughs> that's literally my, pretty much all they have. Right? Yeah.
1: So, my most disappointing team for this week, I'm going to take a shot at Dallas here because you know what? Everyone was hopping back onto that bandwagon last week. Oh, they put up 50 points against Washington. You know, they're back. Their offense is rolling. Zach says there's never been a slump here, you know? Oh, you know, it's just the same old shit with Dallas. First come to shove in a big spotlight game. They fall short, and I expect that to happen in the playoffs. They got outplayed by a better team, plain and simple. So, there's that. I should have shown up with my Stephen A. Smith getup today. The giant bucket cap and everything.
0: <laughs> no cap. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I miss something? No, there was a little delay in there.
1: <laughs> See that? It's got got I don't know if that is the opposite of what I'm saying, but, like, I am trying to say it. It was regular. It's Dallas, Dallas isn't a good, team. good It's year to year. I expect it at this point. So that's why I had them pegged to lose this game, and I expect it. Do you think this they're going to play gonna the gonna happen, starters?
0: Guys. Do you think they're going to play their starters on Saturday?
1: I mean, they have every reason to, so I don't know. I mean, but they're a little hurt, so I, I would expect them to play their starters. Maybe they'll rest, like, they'll rest guys after some point in the game. I don't know. It, it's tough to tell because I would say, like, you, you could rest Zeke or whatever, but then Tony Pollard's hurt, too, so I think that they're, they're going to wind up playing their guys and try to get a higher seed. What do you guys think of that?
0: Uh, I think they're going to play them too, to be honest. I think the Eagles are going to sit a lot of their guys.
1: They might not have a choice at this point with, yeah. the, with the COVID outbreak that they had. Yeah, have. they had
0: 12 people. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, is
1: a, it's a Saturday game now. Which <coughs> it's, it's, it's awesome that they got moved to primetime football, but <clears> that's one less day of recovery slash passing tests. Um, so, that's an interesting wrinkle in this game for both sides, actually.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that. Um yeah, and then we'll just get ready and we'll probably the Eagles will probably be on next Saturday, if I had to guess. Cuz I think they're going to be yeah, playing probably. the Buccaneers. I think they're going to be playing the Buccaneers, so I think they will put them in the Saturday night slate.
1: Yeah, and that would give the Eagles an appropriate 7 7 days of rest or yep. 6 days of rest. So, it only makes sense and that's part of the reason why they did this. Maybe this is a preview um, you know, both of these Saturday games, maybe they wind up being the teams that you see next Saturday as well. Uh, but real quick, before we go into facts or caps, guys, we have some some more stuff around the league. We already talked about the Titans becoming number one seed, which to us was unexpected. Uh, kudos to them, so we won't talk about it any longer. But the NFC West, so I, I prefaced it a little earlier in the show this is wide open, guys. You got Rams 49ers in in the final week of the season. The 49ers need to win to get in unless the Saints blow it, which you know is absolutely possible, but the Saints the Saints are playing, hold the Fal- on. They're playing the they Falcons. Atlanta.
0: And the Falcons beat them already earlier in the season.
1: And it's in Atlanta. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a must-win game for both teams at this point. And the Cardinals are right in it. I mean, the Cardinals should take care of business. They got Seattle, but that's not going to be easy either with Seattle finally hitting stride this week. They look the best they have all season, but they are at home. So, NFC's wide open. Like, give me your thoughts, guys. What are you thinking? What's going to happen with the final playoff spot? You, you don't have to, you know, tip your, your hand here before Thursday, but tell me how you're feeling about all these teams. The NFC West... Tip your and hand. the final NFC playoff spot. Uh,
0: for me, um, I kind of feel like if the the scheduling favors the Saints, because I think they could beat the Falcons. And if the Niners have Trey Lance, I don't know if they could beat the Rams.
1: Oh, hold that thought. Hold. hold I that got Trey you. Lance yeah. No. Now, I know. So I can. know.
0: I know. But I, that's
1: that. I, there was
0: no other way for me to say that. And I yeah, think the Cardinals. That's, a, that's fair. That's I okay. think
2: the uh, I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Seahawks. So it's between the Niners and the Saints.
0: Essentially, yeah. Like, if the 49ers win, they're in. But if, like, the Saints lose and the 40, and the 49ers lose, it, it gets all it The 49ers all
1: are in. If the Saints win and the 49ers lose, the Saints are
0: in. Yes. Okay, that's how it is, yeah.
2: Wow.
1: Via tiebreaker. I know, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. What are you thinking, though, Nick? <sighs> how you feeling about this?
2: I think the better football team is the Niners. I, I think agree. the the schedule favors the Saints though.
0: That's how yeah, that's that's what I feel.
2: But the Falcons would love nothing more than to mm. knock the Saints the fuck out of the playoffs. They would. That's their Super Bowl. Let's let's call it what it is. They're not making the postseason. <laughs> so they're playing spoiler. And they have nothing to lose. That scares me for the Saints. Truthfully it does.
0: The Falcons already beat them though.
2: I I don't care. I think they could beat him right. again, it's and I hard. think the Niners are getting in, and I think they're going to be the, one of those teams that nobody wants to play in the first round because they can run the football very effectively. Well,
0: if the Niners okay. get in, the Eagles are the sixth seed, and the Eagle. If Dallas Sincerely, wins, the Eagles will play the the Eagles will play Dallas in that.
2: What do I would love it. I think the Niners are getting in still. I think. I, I think the Saints are, are losing.
1: Doing- you feel good about the the Niners versus the Rams this week? Because the Rams have everything to play for too. If the Rams have a lot to play game, for because
2: the Bucs are they on their ass. The, Rams. <laughs> the yeah, Bucks are like on their ass. And uh, forget
1: about the Bucks. They lose the division if they lose this game, and Arizona wins, they lose the division.
2: If Arizona wins, yeah, they do. That's my Nick. That's my that's entire my thing.
0: I don't think the Niners can beat the Rams. It's not. It, it's not so much for me with the Saints. The Saints game. In particular, it's just I don't think the Niners can beat the Rams this weekend, especially if it's Trey Lance. I just don't see it. And the, the Rams have a lot to play for.
1: True. See, that's the interesting wrinkle and I wanted flexed. to throw your way. Yes. And Bruce they flexed it. Before Thursday.
2: Dan, that's smart by the NFL. They flex the games so no team can sit out and bullshit their way. Yep.
1: Yeah. I love it.
2: I love it. I love it. That's smart by the NFL. Kudos to them. Um, yeah,
1: no competitive advantages.
2: Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, because even the Saints and Falcons are four o'clock too as well. They're usually like a one o'clock start because East Coast uh, time frame. But um, yeah, man, I, 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 still, I still think the Niners are getting in. Um, I think the Falcons are winning that last game. They're, they're home, and uh, I, don't, I don't trust the Saints. I, I, don't. I don't trust their quarterback situation. I can't. I, and. I know, I'm I'm trusting the Falcons. I get it. But the Falcons are seven and nine. The Saints are eight and eight. They ain't that They're much the same better. Team. They're the same fucking team.
0: And I trust Matt Ryan over Taysom Hill. Right.
2: <laughs> exactly. And 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 who knows? This could be Matt Ryan's last game in Atlanta. So it yeah. could mean ooh, something ooh. to that him would be personally. Wild. You know what I mean? So yeah. like this could all, like actually mean something to him
1: That's a good angle. So
2: too. um yeah, I, I still think the Niners are getting in, regardless of them losing the last game.
1: Wow, that's, that's an interesting take. I didn't even really consider that because I, I, I don't see how the Saints lose this game. But then again, we have till Thursday to think about this, and we're going to go to facts or cap. But I just want to point out that the AFC, there's still two seeds left to go. And you've got the Colts, you've got the Chargers, the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Ravens. They all still have a chance to get in. It's pretty much win and get in for the Chargers versus Raiders. That's going to be a hell of a game.
0: And the, um, the Colts just have to beat the Jags, and they're in. So we could say the Colts correct. are in. The Colts are in. Maybe. So, they, they should um, be, but <laughs> the Jags, the Jags <laughs> played them close last time.
1: The Jags played them close last time.
0: Yeah, but no, I think the Colts get in, and then the Chargers and the, the Raiders. That's going to be an awesome game.
1: There's literally a scenario Holy where
0: shit. If, yeah, they if they tie— And the Jags win—
1: they both can get in still
0: yeah if if, yeah, if they tie and the jaguars win the colts and the raiders make it is that i think that's it the
1: chargers and, Ra- and the raiders the chargers and the raiders make raiders it get in. so how yeah. does so
2: how so, does pittsburgh get in
1: everyone has to lose All and they them have, have to, to win lose. i'm pretty
0: sure
2: yeah well the raiders
0: the raiders and the chargers play each other though so
2: yeah so how does not... that oh well the colts have to lose
1: there's two yes yeah there's two seeds open so okay it would come down to that. This is crazy ass shit, guys. We're going to talk about it more on Thursday though. Can the Colts we, can the Colts actually ahead. lose? I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I don't
0: like it's not it looks <laughs> no too easy, way. but the Jaguars are really bad, bro. Trevor Lawrence hasn't thrown a touchdown. Mac Jones had more touchdown passes yesterday than Mac Jones has in 7 games. I mean, then Trevor,
2: Trevor Lawrence has Lawrence. in the last 7 games. Well, I know. He only has like two touchdown passes all year. <laughs> He's trash, guys. Bro, he he looks <laughs> Yo, and you know what's funny about him? He gets a fucking pass. He gets a pass. Pe- they don't gets even a talk a about it. I get it. He's on a shit team. I, that's cool. But if you're the number one overall fucking pick, how the fuck do you have two fucking uh, I like that energy. touchdown passes? You're very Ow. consistent. I'm very consistent. Yeah, I'm just, always good, consistent. Always, consistent. always. <laughs> bro. I don't get it. If this was any other first-round pick, he's considered a bust. They don't know why they drafted him. They're reevaluating um, their draft picks as as a team. Uh, they're they're talking about the GM being fired. The head coach would be gone uh, because they miss on this pick. But with Trevor Lawrence, he's he's completely safe. I don't get it. I need answers. He's played. He's played wow. like shit. He's played like shit, and let's call a fucking spade a spade. He's played like ass. He has. He, he
1: has. He's gotten worse every single week. since it, I mean, for a lot of that I remember, since midseason. Correct. But and they have not sent a I've got a couple a of word. great comments, guys. Uh, Mikey Broads over here. This might be Papa Broads, actually. It is Papa Colts Broads. Owen's in Jacksonville. I did not know that. That's an excellent comment. And then Godfather saying that Wentz is going to fold. He also so said the Giants and the, the Broncos Colts were good. Straight.
2: <laughs> yeah, I told you. The Jacksonville game in the in the Colts, it don't sleep on them. The Colts should better not sleep play? on them. If the Colts sleep on them like they slept on the Raiders, they're gonna lose.
0: Frank Reich will have them ready. We'll see. I, tr- yeah, I trust, I I trust so. their coach. I trust their head coach.
1: I trusted it's them. I trusted them against too. the Raiders.
0: What happened, Mike? I'm sorry.
1: It's in Jacksonville, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's Trevor Lawrence, dude. He's poop.
2: If Carson Wentz Oh my God. I'm gonna say it right the fuck now. And I'm gonna make myself loud and fucking clear. If Carson Wentz loses to Jacksonville to miss the playoffs, it's gonna be a long day in hell for these next two for these two boys next week. Okay. It's gonna be a oh, long listen. fucking day in hell. Uh, for hey, me. listen. And i can make can't it I'll uh, make mean, it easy
1: for you right now, Nick. I'll make it easy for you. If they lose this game and don't get in the playoffs, he will be looking for a new team next year. Book it. <laughs> You can fucking write my name right under the I actually would agree yeah. with
0: that take that they will not bring him back next year if they lost this game and he played like shit. You think and so? I would agree with it, Dude, by the hell way. No
1: I would way. agree with it.
2: No fucking way. Frank Reich loves Carson Wentz. He could do no wrong. The not guy could like throw for fifty seven yards and he can still be there. Oh, he's still a great quarterback. He uh-huh. prepares really well. Uh huh. He's very consistent. He's one of our consistent players. Yep. Mac Jones
0: is consistent. He threw three times four weeks ago.
2: That's a different game. That, oh, I know. That I know. game was because you don't like
0: Carson Wentz, but you like Mac Jones. That's it was,
2: why it's different. The wind was like fucking 50 mile an hour. Fuck's that mean? Three t- three passes? And they they won. Exactly. They, they won that game too. It was just crazy. <laughs> I can't believe that shit. <laughs> but still, but Carson Wentz. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm he's kidding. supposed to be the.
0: No, he should. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> he has a lot of pressure on him on Sunday. Let's not get that twisted. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, on him. Oh
2: yeah, he's a got a lot of massive pressure amounts of pressure
0: because it's legitimately a playoff game. The whole injury thing might be might be in his head a little bit, that he's healthy throughout the season. You never know. Look,
2: look, all right. Look, yeah, you mine text him.
0: I know. Dang, I didn't want to say dude. it.
2: I, I, wa- I didn't want to say look, it. Look, but. I'll buy mine it. I, I don't think the Colts are going to lose. But if they do, if they fucking do, I can't fucking wait nah. to pod.
0: Nah, I got it. I oh, will I'll be, be right sitting there, here be right with, with you, a Nick.
2: smile on my face, a blunt in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm going to be fucking cheesing. <laughs> heavy (laughs) i'm gonna be (laughs) laughing my balls off
1: not me on
2: this show i'll be
1: right there with you if that happens listen this dance won't exist anymore it won't exist anymore
0: yeah that 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 Jeff will be retired we'll never talk about that again um no more dark horse stuff i'm gonna have to go delete like three or four hundred tweets
2: um i'm gonna get i co- retweet them all
0: i'm gonna get covid again and this time i'm gonna be deathly ill don't and go get put that. on a ventilator don't say
2: that Man, all right. don't hey say old, that family
1: we're don't say that now. nah nah we what's can't have that i love place? you i want you here yeah we're about i to want move you on here now that, is, that you're going too far south <laughs>
2: Yeah, because he, 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 right. he knows, guys. <laughs> if Wentz loses to the giant. on. I'm going to fucking light it up in here, guys. Let's,
1: let's I'm going to light this R-A-S. shit up. All right. Let's relax here and let's go into Factor <laughs> Cap. All right. We got about 10 on. ish minutes left. Factor Cap, guys. You ready?
2: Been ready. Been ready. <laughs> been ready.
1: <laughs> All right, man, oh, man. This is got to be a good one, guys. First up, Joe Burrow, all right? Joe Burrow deserves to be in the MVP conversation, facts or cat, and he is now third in MVP odds. Nicky is dead.
2: Does he de- deserve to be in MVP conversation? No, because what you do in three weeks out of the year d- should not correlate a season body of work for an MVP candidate. So my thing, I'm saying uh, no. I'm saying that's cat. Miles. That's where I stand.
0: Cap? I also have it as Cap because you could have a good season and not be in the MVP conversation. Like, he's having a great season, 34 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, and he's throwing for almost 5,000 yards. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he's the MVP, and he's not.
1: So. Guys, I'm right there with you. That's just major Cap. It's not just Cap. It's major Cap. Listen, I love the way he's playing, um, and I think he's an excellent quarterback. But – this has been a running football team the entire year. This is all about narrative. The media is driving this thing home. Maybe someone throws some sort of wager here because he's close statistically. I mean, he's roughly top five in every area. Um, but still, th- this is season-long body of work here. I'm with both of you on that. I love the way that Nick summarized it. Major cap, okay? But next up, oh, boy, I, I hope to not get Mike heated I'm not. I hope that we don't get Paul heated. You he might want to tune this one out. Baker Mayfield will be a starting quarterback next year. Facts or cat? And it's I think we'll have to go to Paul. Start it.
0: It's facts. I will bet you guys anything you want that he is the starting quarterback <laughs> for the Browns next year. Because it's just yeah, process. It's just process of elimination. Who are they going to get?
1: Wow.
0: Look, I know yeah, you I'm guys. I know you guys are emotional. He had a really bad year. He's hurt. They're gonna make. They're gonna. They're gonna bring him back on his fifth year option, and they're gonna judge him when he's healthy, bro. And that's what I see.
1: This is my fight, so Hell
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Good jam too.
1: Oh my, oh my god. Nick Foles backs a cap. Baker Mayfield started quarterback.
2: It is fucking cap. Who's that gonna be the quarterback? That man is holding a clipboard rocking a new new era hat from the team that he's going to be on and he might not be on the browns i'll be honest with you Mm -hmm. i'll be i'll be dead ass honest. you
0: know what and that would be one of the dumbest decisions they've made they've had 30 quarterbacks that couldn't lead him to a playoff game and he did it
2: but they had the team to go he's
0: fucking hurt bro he is has a broken shoulder he's getting surgery tomorrow
2: no no i get that but if you are that hurt you are jeopardizing the team the man was one for 12 i'm i'm not saying that fuck was that I mean, yeah. If you are hurting the team, yeah, you sit out. You're not benefiting Maybe. them. You're making them worse. I said this though. I said this already. You you took them out of playoff contention because you are being selfish. If you are unable to help the team in any other way. Because you are injured, you are jeopardizing the team's chances to make the playoffs. But if he sits, and he everybody says he's that.
0: soft and he's a bitch. You know, it's a do- it's a double-edged sword. If he sat out, them say, "Oh, he doesn't play through pain. He's not a warrior. He's not tough well, enough." Well,
2: Baker, don't strike me a guy as 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 if, uh, as if he cares what what people say about. Him. It's not he doesn't he doesn't strike me as that. So why would he care about that? If he doesn't feel, if he can't, if he is unable to perform at a level that he is expected to perform, I I agree. because because he is injured. You are jeopardizing the team. Totally agree. By by being selfish because you want to be a warrior. Warrior nothing. You were one of 12 for like 11 yards for like majority of the game or or beginning of the game. I know. I'm with you. You can't. You can't. On Monday night football for the world to see. I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. And uh, I know a lot of teams are watching this. They've been watching him all year. He's declined. Let's call it what it is. He has declined. So
0: you don't think his injury though has anything to do with it?
2: I think it, I think I think I think him being minimal. injured definitely does. Sure, minimal. Minimal? I, I, That's I don't insane. know. I don't know. I, I don't have the pain tolerance. But what, what I'm saying is Brushing. he hasn't he hasn't been playing well all season long. So how much is the is it the injury, or is it just he's just declining? And the league called up to him. They know what he what, what his strengths are and his weaknesses are. And he hasn't and he hasn't um, ad, you know adapted or adjusted. And, and, and been it's saying, and it's been translating.
0: Who do you think their quarterback is next
2: year then? I I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know who's well, available here, at the moment. Um, I'll
1: answer your question because I'm going to move us along. I, I'm going to say that is cap. There's no way in hell this man starting in the league next year. Um, and Nick took my clipboard quote, which I've been saying <laughs> for a few weeks. So, so I'll just pivot here and I'll say the way he's playing right now, he's lucky if he dresses on game days. He, oh, might be, shit. he might be wearing a on the sideline oh. and having a clipboard.
2: Oh, shit. Okay?
1: <laughs> but I'm not going to say that, okay? He's trending that way. But he right now, I, I just don't see how he could be a starting quarterback. And for me, it is – like, you can go over stats and whatnot. I'm not even going to do that. I'll save you the trouble because I pity him there, all right? But – It is simply his decision-making has been garbage this year, which is the most stunning part, and his accuracy has been garbage. And these are two things where he was supposed to be good. Um, I think that chalking it up to the injury is a little soft because, I mean, everybody's hurt this time of year. It's his non-throwing arm. And I keep saying this, I've been saying it all year, but Kurt Warner in, in his 40s had his best season uh, a year after backing up for Eli Manning, and he had a tear in his non-throwing side, it didn't stop him from having one of his best seasons of his career, taking the team to the Super Bowl. That's just an easy reference. So I'm stunned, though. I mean, he shows flashes of his former self, but I'm absolutely stunned at his decline. There's no way he's starting for me. And I think that they're going to be very aggressive in the trading market. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. It's going to be crazy. They get a quarterback, guys. They're going to be a really good team. They got everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just really – it's disappointing, man. Just yeah, watching, watching him is just brutal.
1: I mean, here's here's just comparison's sake, all right? The, the Browns, okay, the Browns are top five in pass block win rate, meaning he's getting great blocking and he's just performing poorly. Joe Burrow is – his offensive line is 30th in pass-block win rate, and do we see us making excuses for Joe Burrow, who's playing lights out right now?
0: Okay. Game uh, division, number one pick. Now, I'm not comparing them, but Joe Burrow has a top two or three wide, uh, trio of wide receivers. Baker Mayfield has the 21st-ranked group.
1: That's convenient, but also the sacks, though, the the, the parts that that's concerning there is he's not getting the ball out early. That is mostly a quarterback stat.
0: Okay, Most and it wasn't a quarterback stat for Carson Wentz when he was with the Eagles.
1: Oh, absolutely. he held got far too long. Interesting. I mean, it, these are just common facts. Absolutely, absolutely. But Joe so Burrow, Joe Burrow,
0: then. and Justin Herbert ain't performing what Rashad Higgins and Donovan Peoples Jones the way they are now. They're not throwing for five thousand yards and forty touchdowns. Absolutely not.
1: They they still have enough,
2: Mike. Wild, they have bro. Enough. Wild. Who the Browns? I think the, the Browns. They have one of the best poop. run games <laughs> in football.
1: Wild. There's no Wild. excuse really. I'm the sorry, the, the excuse is, is that his
0: wide receivers are garbage. He doesn't have a top twenty wide receiver on his team. They were getting open all year for him. Okay. Austin this Hooper called. In
2: post back so, yeah, last it's night, true, though. I mean, last look, night, they Baker, they Mayfield throws,
0: Baker Mayfield throws a perfect pass to Austin Hooper last night. He juggles it, and it's an interception. Like, well, come on, bro. There, on there's, that there's context one. with things like well, that. Good. Oh, I get that.
1: Yeah, but, still, but still, Mike, this is, this is one case here. We're talking about overall body of work. No, he, and I'm with you on that. He's been good. terrible
0: this year. I've, I've said that a million times. I never said he was a superstar. But the whole, This whole joke came in because in the beginning no, of the year, he was doing great when he came in. From, la- from it, last year. Yeah. And then even the it's first game against the Chiefs. It's not on
1: you, Paul. It's just the facts.
0: I know. He's it sucks. Inclined. It'll be all good, you though, know? when he's a starter next year. I'll be able to smile and smirk. Have your time now.
1: We'll it's see. Coming. There's 32 positions in the NFL, and literally, I mean, it feels like three-quarters of them are locked up, and quarterback play has been better than ever for the most part the last couple of years. So we'll see what happens there. Next up, though, we're going to go back to the Bengals. And this is an interesting thing that was posed by Nick Theories in our group chat over the weekend. We got Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase (laughs) is a top five wide receiver right now. I'm sorry, Paul has posed it. Top five wide receiver right now, Jamar Chase. Facts or caps?
0: Bro, this is close to being facts. This is fucking cap. It's really close to being facts, dude. He is a monster. 79 catches, 1,400 yards, and 13 touchdowns. I don't I, like. I don't see how you could say right now there are five wide receivers definitively better than him.
2: Five wide receivers, like five. I can name five.
0: Who are five right now at the top of your head that you could say are definitively better? Cooper Cup. That's one. Devonte Adams is Justin two. Justin Jefferson. Okay. Tyree Kill. That's four. Tyree Kill. That's four. Um. I mean, maybe Stefan Diggs.
2: I think Keenan Allen's better than him. All right, so I, I'm talking about like overall wide yeah. receiver. I agree with that. Like, I, I, would, I would say I'm Keenan talking Allen. about yeah. route running, catchability. That's
0: why I said it's kind of catch facts. radius. It's kind of facts. He's right on that border.
2: Um, but here's a, here's, a, here's a, but here's also something interesting too. Those wide receivers get doubled. A lot of the wide receivers get doubled because they don't have a, a robin on the on the other side. He's got T. Higgins. He's got and two he's got robins Ty- and Tyler Boyd. Because Tyler Boyd, Boyd he's good. He could, he could play. So
1: here I'm gonna. I'm going to pause you on that, though, because the reason why he, he started to get blanked a little bit, this is this is going back, I don't know, four weeks ago, but he had a few weeks that were not Jamar Chase-like. That was when they started shifting coverage over to him, which allowed T Higgins to step up, and once he started balling, you have to respect both sides, and now it's like, okay, who are you going to cover? Right. So it's like, who do you double? He was getting doubled.
2: Right. He was, no. and he and he wasn't doing shit. But if if you double Cooper Cup, that man is still producing. He's a well, yeah. And you an could Adams. you could double Devonte Adams. That man is still going to produce. And go, no, no. no. And, and I'm not taking away from Jamar Chase. He's a fucking no. fantastic wide receiver. But we're talking about top five right now, fucking cat.
0: You don't even think it's close. Cat,
2: not you even don't think stuff, it's close. No. I don't. Wow.
1: wow. So I'm going to say, guys, I'm going to say cat. But if you argued. That he's number five there i wouldn't i wouldn't be angry i'm gonna say cap um and the thing that stands out to me from a statistical angle is this man has approximately 40 less targets than the big name guys like cooper cup justin jefferson Devonte adams okay tyreek hill he's got like 40 less targets and 20 to 30 less catches than each of them and he has more yards than tyreek hill um and he's he's right up there. He's top five in yardage. He's number four in yardage right now. He's leading the NFL in average with eighteen point one yards per catch. So like he's doing this with lesser targets, lesser catches. And that definitely stands out for sure. He's he's been unbelievable, but I I can't put him at five. I think I'd have him at like, you know, maybe seven, sounds appropriate, six or seven. But I wouldn't argue it if you had him five. That's all I'm going to say. So, next up, though, Trey Lance, guys. He goes out. He gets the job done. He started off a little cold. But Trey Lance, who remain the starting QB for the 49ers, fact or cap? Go I ahead, Paul. Got, I got cap on this. Uh, I
0: think Jimmy's got you here all year. I wouldn't switch out before the playoffs. Let him sit and learn and learn more. Don't be, Don't be so emotional. Control your emotions. It was Houston. You want him to go again? You think that he's ready to go against Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey and, and uh, Aaron Donald? No way. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You're, that's a recipe for disaster. Because you could hurt his confidence, too, if he goes out there and he shits the bed and cost them a shot at the playoffs.
1: Fair points. Fair points. Nick Theories, what do you got?
2: I got, should Trey Lance remain the starting quarterback for the Niners? That is facts. Fuck oh. Jimmy G. You already know what he could do, right? And I understand what you're saying about his confidence. But fuck the confidence shit. If you're a fucking competitor, you want to play against the best. I don't care. It doesn't matter. If he goes out and he loses to the Rams, so what? As a competitor, that should drive you to, be- to get better in the offseason. So I think this game of-, of this magnitude is actually really good for his young career. It's not a Super Bowl. It's a trip to the playoffs, possibly but they also need a lot of help. They got to win, right? They have to beat the Rams to get in.
0: That's it. If they win, they're in.
2: Right. So, I I, I would put the rookie up to the challenge. Why not? Jimmy G ain't healthy. I'm not going to risk that.
0: Oh, I am not well, going to put I, my, I was predicating not, that on Jimmy G was that, like he was available and they said no, we're sticking with Trey Lance. If Jimmy G's not available to go, then obviously.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, even if he is available to go, he's still injured. Like he's still somewhat injured, and if you have Aaron Donald and then boys coming after you, he's eventually going to get hurt during the game.
1: Yeah, well, look, might. guys, I'll make this. I'll make this easy for you. I kind of prefaced this a little bit last week. I'm going to say facts. I think this is a great opportunity for him as well to go along with Nick. I get Mike's point. Yeah, I get his point. Um, but Jimmy G, even if he does play, is not going to be healthy, and he's also. Uh, you know, going to the pass rush point, who would you rather have in there? You want the sitting duck and Jimmy G? Or you want the guy that can escape and make a play still? I think that he makes them more dynamic. I think that he got way better as the game went on. I know it's just Houston, but Houston's been playing everybody tough. Mm-hmm. Um, he just he makes their offense a little more juicy. You know what I mean? The run game, the holes are wide open. Polls. um <laughs> But it didn't affect it didn't affect the passing game either. He threw two touchdowns, and they dominated in the second half. They scored 20 points, so I think that he makes them more dynamic, and he makes an already scary team a little bit more scary. So if they get in, I agree. Look out! This is a team we've already said they're, they're talented all over the place, and now if you if you answer the quarterback question, this team this could they could make a run seriously. You don't want to play them, so that's where I'm at. I agree with you there. I'm going to push us along to the last one of the night before we sign off. Everybody saw what happened with Antonio Brown. I'm going to make one comment before I ask the question, okay? We don't know if he's done. He's currently a free agent. He's no longer a buck, quote, unquote, okay? He's
0: not a free agent. They did not release him.
1: Good. Correct. Yes. So, I mean, yes, being extra, extra technical, he is a free agent. But they're saying he's no longer a buck. Um, Josina Anderson said today that if he wants to continue playing, there's multiple teams interested. So I'll start with that before saying this, okay? If his career is now over, which we don't know, if his career is now over, Antonio Brown is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Facts or cap? Nick theories. Go ahead.
2: It was until Sunday. When you walk out on your teammates – when you're in battle with them and your team is losing by two touchdowns and you walk off that field and you quit on your teammates, you ain't a Hall of Famer. You're not. I don't give a fuck how many yards you got. I don't care how many catches you got. I don't care how many touchdowns you got. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about the impact that you've had on your team. I think the biggest impact that he's had is walking off that field in front of his teammates. i will never be playing. forgotten. Because now... It's sad. Cause now kids think it's funny. It's funny to walk off the field and, and, and act like an asshole and a fucking clown. It, it, it's funny. That's the that's the precedent you have set to kids now. It's it's beyond football. It's beyond that now. Now you you set a bad example to other kids that that think it's funny. Now you got on. Now if you go on the internet, you see memes of uh, people talking about you know them quitting their jobs. Quitting their job. Yeah. Quitting. You know, that's. I mean, I'm trying to do the same shit. It's it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. But you set a bad example to kids that actually look up to you as Antonio Brown, the wide receiver. He's made an ass of himself. He is. That is not Hall of Fame behavior. And if if you're asking for my vote, you ain't getting it. Because when you walk off the field in front of your teammates like that, you quit on that team. You're a fucking loser. And you're a piece of shit for that. Because those players work their ass off week in and week out to make the postseason and play for each other they sacrifice all this time with their family their kids their wives their friends um and so many other things and for you to quit on your team like that that was fucking bad that that was horrible horrible display of uh of being um a teammate to in football and that was just inexplicable behavior and i I, i'll never give him a pass for that and i'll never root for him again i don't care where he goes i just don't want i don't want to watch him play football i think that's disgusting
0: yeah i mean to piggyback all
1: fair points nick
2: yeah
0: to to piggyback with you on that dude he'll he'll always be remembered for that moment yep um and but i mean for me to be honest i never thought i mean he stopped being a role model for me and for probably most kids when he started beating up his wife and shit like
2: that. Yeah, we're true.
0: And, you Absolutely know, calling right. cops crackers and dickheads and things like that. So, I mean, for, for AB, I mean, he's just, I mean, he is what he is. He's a pile of shit. And I'm not putting him in the category of, oh, you know, he, he needs to seek help and all this stuff. You could be a pile of shit and not need to go seek mental health. And that's not coming at the mental health community and people everything like that. It's just not every case is conditioned to go be that like right. like I don't think he has a mental issue. I just think he's a fucking he's a rich asshole that got everything he wanted and he's an entitled crybaby, like most of the people right now in the country, and that's just that's just the way it is. They're emotional crybabies, and he threw a temper tantrum like a like a child, and walked off the field, and for that he will never get in the Hall of Fame.
2: I didn't see I didn't see the mental health people coming out uh, and and talking about him when he won a Super Bowl. Nope, that,
0: and that's. And that is my exact point. You can have a bad day, you can have a bad moment, you can have a bad month. That doesn't mean that you need to seek help. Right. And to me, that's an insult to people that really do need help.
2: Exactly. That's because I agree with
0: that. that's him being an entitled crybaby. And his resume, he is a Hall of Fame wide receiver, but they didn't let TO get in forever because of of his antics of his antics. Antonio Brown's never getting in. The
1: He's line. not getting in. He's so a
0: pile of shit.
1: You're saying you're saying cap then, Mike? Yeah,
0: it's cap. He's never getting in. Dude. Nah. You can't. The, the even if he came back to the Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl, he will always be remembered for the dude that left the Jets game doing jumping jacks in the end zone.
2: And I'll be honest with you. I, He's an embarrassment. I don't of know a professional. I don't know what teams are interested in him. They're shot. But if you're interested in, in, in a guy like that who just quit on his team. The reigning Super Bowl champions and Tom Brady. What makes you think he's gonna do that to you? Wasn't what li- makes wait. you think he gives a Wasn't fuck about your organization?
0: Wasn't he living with Tom Brady?
2: In, yeah, in Yeah. Like, come like on, the man. Bro. The man's disrespectful as hell. And like for for other teams to be interested, they're clown shows too. They are. They're fucking clown shows. You you want that on your team? The guy. The guy literally took off his pads. Took off his shirt his gloves, threw it in the stands and quit on his team when his team was on a third down in the game. They were on offense. The Bucs were on offense. It was third down. And they were down by two scores. And you walked off the field and you were cheering, you know, fucking laughing and, and, and jogging off the field, with, you know, with joy when your team is down. That and to then you me, get an
0: Uber and go to the Nets game.
2: To me, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, and I hope the Bucks win without you because they deserve it. They do.
1: Well, here's the thing, guys. I can't, I can't disagree with anything that you said there. It was a pathetic display, but um, it's interesting that there are other teams interested, and I say that because, like for me, it's context here. Originally, I thought, wow, this is a total clown show. It's stunning that he would do this and hurt his image that he just repaired to a degree. Yep. Um, And not to mention, he He loves playing with Tom Brady. He's on a Super Bowl team. He's got an opportunity to step up with Chris Godwin out. He's been great when he's been healthy. So it's puzzling to say the least. But then you hear a little report leak out where he was telling his staff, he told Bruce Arians that he was hurt and can't go back in. And he told him, he said, supposedly, get back in the game or you got to get out of here. Now, that's interesting to me. Like, I mean, I would tend to obviously trust Bruce Arians over A.B., but that might be the part where teams are hanging on. They're like, all right, there's always more to the story, and, and there really is always more to the story. So we're, we may not ever know the truth as far as that goes. No. And I would be disappointed in their staff if that is the case for trying to push him to play hurt, and he's been hurt for a while. So it would be kind of senseless to risk came in the Jets game. Um, I hope that's not what pushed him over the top, but the display was embarrassing. Don't get me wrong. It was completely embarrassing. It was pathetic. You, you do not – there's no place for that in football. However, I am going to say facts as far as the question goes. I think he's absolutely a Hall of Fame player. I mean, the people that I've seen arguing against that have not been going the character way. They've also been saying he's going to fall short statistically – which to me is just laughable. That's, that's, I mean, that's his, insane. His prime guys I mean before I pass it off, his prime, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you something. His six year peak average prime, okay? It's better than Calvin Johnson who got it, and we all consider a top five receiver as far as I'm concerned. Uh he has about fifteen to twenty more yards. No, fifteen to twenty more receptions per year, a hundred more yards per year an extra touchdown per year and an extra four yards per game per year over a six-year peak than calvin johnson who's regarded by most to probably be a top five if not a locked top 10 receiver with a shortened career so Mike, AB it's the same thing his career would be shortened
2: that's that's cute bro i i get it that's that's very cute you can have all the stats wow. all you want but you got to be a hall of He's fame just player to fuck myself and you gotta be a Hall of Fame player, and you gotta have Hall of Fame character off the field. Yeah. You have to is, real fast, That's because you, but, because but listen, because when you get I'm into the a Hall believer. of Fame as a Hall of Famer, you're representing the NFL. That don't represent the NFL. He's never quit. You quit you on your teammates. You walked off the field. My thing I, 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 is, I, 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 you real lose fans, my dude, respect forever. If
0: that is true with Bruce Arians, if Bruce Arians said that in the game, it's not I'm true. just saying. hold because on. Because
2: if it was true, if he if he was really injured, he didn't look injured when he when, when he walked off the field and w- was waiting like this to the crowd. My thing he is, didn't is, look if, there.
0: If Bruce Arians really did say that, that's a classic. That's a classic case though. He didn't have to react like that. His reaction, he could have right. went and sat on the bench, correct, and then dealt with it. Private conversations, and then dealt with it in the locker room. But he th- he chose to act like a buffoon.
1: Hey, I mean, I mean, the production part. I wanted to answer that crowd. I don't see how he don't get in statistically. But as far as character, I mean, To got in. It took him a while, and I feel like it would be the same exact thing. It would take him a little longer to get in. Um, but To never quit a on much his better team. better chance if he does get scooped up again. But we'll see how that turns out. To didn't quit, you know, quit
2: on his team sad. though. To didn't quit on his team. Let's let's, let's you know.
1: No, oh, he, he was doing sit-ups it, in his driveway that's for cool, a whole season. He but, quit on his team.
2: That's cool. But <laughs> that's all that's also the same receiver that showed up in the Super Bowl with fucking screws in his ankle and balled the fuck out for his Listen, team.
1: Listen, I love the guy. I love so, the guy. He's my favorite. He RC skipped bro. out a whole season on his team. He, he definitely quit on his team. I'm gonna challenge that well, one. I, I love TO. I have his jersey. I love him. Quit
2: <laughs> the context of that is quitting on his team. Did he actually really quit on his team? Cause yeah, Antonio Brown really, really quit on his team, bro. That's quitting on your I team. Mean, he, he that's the definition of quitting up. on your team.
1: It's actually worse. He was pouting over his contract and doing. Nah, shit that's up not worse, man. Drawing mate. attention and, and talking shit about his teammates and his quarterback. I mean,
2: that ain't it's worse, all bro.
1: under the bridge now. That ain't know? that but ain't, but ain't worse still.
2: though. That ain't worse than what To did.
1: I mean, oh I'm sorry I'm sorry like I'm that.
2: sorry they, Antonio they both, Antonio both, Brown what he did was team. worse than T.O. Oh, I,
0: I just froze no, 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 no. for a and I'm yeah, like come yeah, on sorry
2: dude. don't get confused <laughs> what Antonio Brown did was probably the most piece of shit thing I've ever seen somebody do as a teammate Well
1: it was it was going to be it, it's much worse because a national audience likely saw it and only Philadelphia for, I mean, at least in the moment, saw the To thing until it surfaced on ESPN. Oh ESPN, yeah, well, still, it's all over. They it's both not. quit on their team. That's all I'm trying to say here. I'm not going to argue which is worse. They both quit on their team, and they both had character issues their entire career. Yeah. So, I mean, he got in eventually, and Ain't that's how I see AB, it.
2: bro. No way. no way.
1: But anyway, that's our show tonight, guys. I appreciate everybody joining us. And I want to remind you that our show tonight was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using our promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That is ICONIC. Okay? Prize Picks, Daily Fantasy Made it Easy. Our show was also live on propstageq.com. Be sure to go there and subscribe to our show to keep up with the latest show news, episodes, and live streams. Also, a reminder that our next show is Thursday at 8 p.m. Next week, we're back on our normal schedule, Monday, Thursday 8 p.m. We got Week 18 Game Picks. It's going to be crazy. It's the last week of regular season. Buckle up, guys. Get ready for it. And we will see you Thursday. Thanks a lot. Nick Fury's it away. <laughs>
2: Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com. We're also available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, all that other shit. How many fucking fucking things we on? We're on a bunch. So tune the fuck (laughs) in. And, uh, yeah, and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we'll see you guys on Thursday at P&I.